0: You're listening to the Health Secrets Podcast, hosted by Jonathan Otto.
1: Thanks for listening to the Health Secrets Podcast. This is Jonathan Otto, and I have a message for you. I've spent the last decade learning about the effects of disease through focusing on well-being in every facet of life. Today, I bring you the latest discoveries, practices, resources, and health secrets based on my travels throughout the world. I've conducted interviews with experts filming compelling stories of those who face health and wellness challenges and who want realistic solutions for healing, regenerating, and growing a healthy mind, body, and life. I want to share this valuable information, which may not be readily available to you without exhaustive research. Essentially, I've done that research for you. These episodes are created with you in mind, with the specific mission of bringing to you as much information as possible, whether mainstream or just surfacing through recent research, because I believe in the well-being of everyone. If you want to learn more, subscribe to this Health Secret podcast. Visit one of the many health and wellness platforms I've created as a resource for you, not only to improve the quality of your life, but for you to share with those you love or you know are suffering. Being involved in this ministry, working with people, uh, you're coming in contact with people that are overcoming all different kinds of health challenges. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the things that you've seen while you've been here?
0: Definitely diabetes, heart disease, cancer patients. We have um, a lot of patients who have depression. They're overweight Um, and just some people just don't feel like they feel like they should. they just, they're not themselves. So they come here for a new start and um, that's pretty typical of what we see.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's great. And so it's ironic that they come here for a new start. I know, right? There was a patient that came up with that name, did you know? That? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. So people are coming in with those types of challenges. Now let's have a look particularly into depression. Uh-huh. Depression is obviously uh, very prevalent today. Mm-hmm. It's connected to worldviews, connected to stress, connected mm-hmm. to diet, connected to a lot of things that we often don't even understand is right. it's part of the reason. for for us experiencing this and and so for me I'm interested in helping to gain some information uh, to the person watching about how they can uh, do things to make themselves happier do you Mm. have any experiences with people that have had results when it comes to overcoming from depression
0: definitely I mean we know depression it's very intricate has a lot of different levels Um, Some of it's normal. You know, if we lose someone, we're gonna go through a period of depression. But when it becomes prolonged and we feel like we just can't even get out of bed and things like that, then we really need to look at things physiologically. And I can tell you, um, being a chef and having a background a little bit uh, in food and the chemistry of food, we know that foods are designed, processed foods are designed to make you addicted. And so some of the things that they put in there actually are drug reactions or they're drugs and you have reactions. And so if you take a drug and you feel great, your dopamine goes high. Um, what goes up must come down, right? So if it's falsely set up too high, the brain is going to crash and go low. And so what people experience that low is this, this, I don't feel good. I need to feel better. And so a lot of times they will use food to medicate. And so, um, it's definitely tied to what we eat and our lifestyle. So, um, that's a very interesting topic for
1: sure. It's awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. I love that. And so now let's have a look have you, is there a particular um, story or patient that you have in mind that you could share with us?
0: Um, I could just tell you my own story. Yeah, um, cool. I, um, so when I was, I was in the military, I graduated from West Point and I wanted to be an astronaut. And so, um, my senior year I came down with a really serious disease and it was lupus. And so I graduated, but then I was left to kind of figure out how to get better. And I knew nothing about health. I didn't grow up um, knowing much. You know, I was the junk food generation. So I ate a lot of garbage food growing up. Um, And so when I was getting really sick, um, I got very depressed. Because here I went from being you know, really strong student, military-minded, jumped out of airplanes, to barely being able to get out of bed. And it was very depressing, and I was only 27 at the time. And I just remember thinking there had to be another way, going from doctor to doctor who couldn't help me. In fact, they wanted to give me antidepressants. And I thought, this isn't normal for me to be depressed. There's something else going on. And um, sure enough, I changed my diet literally overnight, went completely vegan, and after 30 days, I started feeling better. And that little spark of hope really lifted my spirits to know that there is something that can help us overcome Um, that feeling of just being completely helpless and not knowing what to do. And so um, that's my own experience. And you know, we experience things that do are naturally gonna make us feel bad. You know, the Bible talks about there being a season for everything. Um, And so there is a season for being sad, but it's not forever. Um, And God wants us to have joy and hope. And the fruits of the spirits are love and joy and peace and patience. And these are things that we should naturally have if we're connected with Him. So depression is not something that should be lasting, and so we need to find out if we have this, how can we fix it? Because it's not normal for us to be that way.
1: Wow, and you believe there is always a solution?
0: I I do. I believe there's always a solution, maybe not even in this life, right? We have eternity to figure other things out, but I do know that um, God promised us um, a life of abundance. He says, I know the plans I, I plan for you you know, plans of hope, not plans of despair, you know? And so I trust Him, yeah. Yeah. And so if we're not experiencing that, we need to look and figure out how come, what can we do to change? And and sometimes it could be even just unforgiveness. You know, if we don't forgive people, um, science has proven this, that if we don't forgive people, it has a detrimental effect on our health. And the Bible knew this a long time ago, right? Before science. So forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, right and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves and that's not a selfish thing it's just doing what the bible says that we can only give what we have and so if we're not taking care of our own spirit and our own soul and our health then we're not going to have much to give to others and love them in a way they should be loved hmm. so yeah and so i think if we really look at that and take the bible at its word you know
1: excellent you're you're looking at that that solution that is assessing all these different things, reasons why things could be out. So you, you had lupus. Mm-hmm. Now, l- how did lupus show up in your, your body at that young age? You must have been yeah. around 17. No, I was
0: actually 24 when it hit me, uh, 23, 24. Oh,
1: so when you say school, you're talking about college. Yes,
0: in college. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: when I because I'm Australian, so when we say, say school, we mean high yeah, school, okay. Okay. Yes, school Yeah, okay, yes, university, university.
0: Yeah. Um, so the way it showed up with me is my joints started hurting. And where I went to college uh, in New York, Lyme's disease was really prevalent. So I thought, oh, you know, I must have Lyme's disease. And it took them about a year to really diagnose it because I had different blood work that was showing up as anti-inflammatory my body. You know, lupus is a disease where your body rejects its own DNA, essentially. Yeah. Starts fighting against itself. Um, and so all those things started showing up and they lined up to meeting the criteria for lupus. And at that time, they didn't really know what to do. You know, you just take this naproxen or you take these in inflammatories, but, you know, all you're doing is putting a Band-Aid on. You're not going deep enough to figure out why. Is there something that I need to do that's, you know, just putting a Band-Aid on is not the answer. Um, and so I just really sought with all my heart to find out the reasons why I was sick. And food mattered. And I had no idea at the time that how much it did matter for me mm. and lifestyle. So.
1: Wow. And being 24 and having so much of your life ahead of you, I mean, I'm curious. How long ago was that? Could, yeah, you I'm 45. Saying, You're
0: 45. I'm 45, and my daughter is 14. And um, during my first pregnancy with her, um, they tested me because as I thought I was high risk. You know, you've been diagnosed, and, and so I said, "Okay, do it." And they kept repeating blood tests, and you know, I'd been pretty much vegan in that lifestyle since 2001. She was born in 2003, mm-hmm. so two years, two years, and it showed up, and it was like not there and I don't have it and so that's an anomaly they call it spontaneous remission or you know or maybe we misdiagnosed you uh, at any rate I know what I felt and I was not well when I was sick um, so it just it's completely gone yeah. how do you
1: explain the spontaneous remission because to not have a record of it
0: mm-hmm. right
1: so it's like packed up and left because normally there's a trace right left behind or is, is that right so because yeah. you're looking that you've got lupus, but it's in remission, it's not active, but you are showing that you don't have lupus yet.
0: Yeah. So So why, how? Right. So it's just one, I believe I was healed completely by just changing my diet. You know, we know that cells turn over, you know, our own digestive system, our stomach has like a seven day life cycle where you return over cells. And so theoretically you can have a new body in seven years. And so we know that if we do good things, our body's going to be better in seven years as opposed to if we keep doing the same thing that was keeping us sick and maybe even worse, we're not gonna be, as, we'll have new cells but they may be worse than they were seven years ago. So I believe that everybody can change, you know, just even little simple things. Go to bed on time and walk, have prayer time, exercise, and just the things that are free that God gave us. Drink water. I mean, how do you get a prescription for drinking water? Hmm. But we don't do it. So um, yes yeah, so I asked the doctors, Could I have that in writing? Because it's really difficult for me to get health insurance at the time and uh, life insurance because I had this diagnosis. And um, I just really believe, you know, that my lifestyle changed my cells. And I started getting hope. And when you feel good, it's like that positive um, outlook on life is tremendous. And people who have hope can overcome a lot of things. You know, the body just starts believing in itself again so
1: that's incredible yeah so the spontaneous remission did you have new start the trust in God aspect uh-huh. was that important to you did that help
0: yes I mean that's the foundation so i um, I have boiled it down to these three things and this is what I teach my cooking students um, one is time with any relationship and I tell them food you have to have a relationship with food and so if you don't put time into that relationship it's not gonna be a good relationship. Think of your wife or your children or your friends. If you don't spend time with them, it's hard to nurture that relationship. So I always tell my students, you know, we have to spend time thinking of our menus, shopping, being mindful with what we choose, chopping, cooking, and eating actually. So time is critical. The second one is love. Of course, we talked a little bit about that. You can't even love your neighbor as yourself if you're not putting that love into your own life. I mean, think of the dialogue that we have daily in our head. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I should have done this better. All these things that, if we told that to our best friend, would they still be our best friend again? If we said, oh, you're not good enough. You know, you should have done this better. How come you can't do it? So this inner dialogue we have to change because we have to think in terms of, would I do this to my best friend, my daughter, my 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 husband, um, so therefore I need to do that for myself so I can actually give that to them. That's genuine, and then the final thing is prayer. I mean, without without prayer, I don't see how f- relationships really can be um, their all. And so I teach all my you know guests. We're gonna pray before we even start. We're always gonna be mindful that God is the creator of this food, and uh, He blesses us, right? And so so much of what we do is foundational and God, would you help me? And uh, what I found is the exercise component is where I really, really practice my prayer. And it's a time where, um, I really have heart to heart conversations with God. And again, it's spending time with Him and, and praying and really getting to know Him um, so that we really can love Him. And he, and he proves Himself. So definitely trust in God, the foundation of all of the New START principles. Mm. And it's the, the bottom, You know, new start, it's at the end, but really it's what's holding up the other
1: Mm. laws. Wow. Well, um, sometimes you you end off or you climax on the thing, which is the most important when God created humanity, created mankind last, and then Mm. he created woman last.
0: Wow, wow, that's Mm. beautiful.
1: Mm. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting that he created woman last, and he did create uh, females the most beautiful mm. and you know long hair and not not that women have to have long hair yeah. but but just it was it was like extravagance and, wow. and 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 beauty and then and then for whatever reason well i know why god did it. he put into the heart of men to pursue the a woman mm. and um which is like God desires to be pursued by us, mm. in that it brings us both happiness. God actually loves to have us talk to Him, yeah. and He put that characteristic between a man and woman. But it's um, it's a uh, paternal with mm. God. Um, I like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> He pursues us. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, and then loves when we pursue Him, which mm. is like because in in some sense we're sitting down here talking about pursuing God. Mm and we're our health uh, understand like going out running like you're talking about and then connecting with god it's like um right run, you're running after you oh, know your wow. health but you're running wow. after god
0: wow yeah definitely you're pressing on pressing mm. in i yeah. like that it's
1: great wow and and there's nothing more i believe that the world needs right now than to pursue and run after god mm. and just run from our fears mm. run from our stresses run from the our negative thought patterns that yeah. sabotage us and yes. leave us feeling like we're not yes. worth anything. Yes. Run from it. Run. Don't don't wow. like entertain it. Don't, mm. don't sit and watch shows that make you feel worse mm. about yourself because they remind you. Don't watch shows that are all about unforgiving and killing the enemy mm. that you've been wanting to kill because he did something to you. Wow. Uh, run from it mm. and run into the arms of God wow. because it's the antithesis of everything back there and it's peace, it's healing, it's love, it's Unity in a relationship. It's unity in a family. It's healing to the body.
0: Hallelujah. Yeah. It's great.
1: It's awesome. Well, praise God. What a story and and the spontaneous remission like Mm -hmm. I have to I have to bring in the possibility that that there's these cases where it appears that there is a supernatural thing that exceeds what could be Mm -hmm. done conventionally. Mm -hmm. And even the conventional, I believe that these are all miracles as well. Yeah, definitely. If you're healed even of a common like, yeah. it's it's the body working That's the way it's supposed right. to These are miracles That's that right. we just don't perceive.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's what our bodies were designed to live forever. Yeah. And God said, here's the fuel that you need, right, before the fall. Mm. Eat this food in abundance. And I think of the garden as the you know, New Start principles. You know, you have nutrition, you're exercising, you're working in the garden. You have water, the water of life, and you have the sunshine. You have temperance. You're not eating and drinking things that are not healthy for you. Is all perfect. You have fresh air. Um, you have that rest that he gave us in the garden. You On the last, the seventh day is his crowning moment. He wanted to spend time with us that okay. rest. And then trusting God is the foundation. And so um, absolutely there is that spontaneous remission um, because that's how we were designed to be. Hmm. The body wants to keep itself well. In fact, people who are sick with cancer even, the body will try to encapsulate those toxins and protect the body from it. So the body is doing everything it can. It's for you, not against you. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a marvelous thing.
1: Wow. Um, mm -hmm. That's awesome. You just brought something up for me as well in terms of rest. Now, this rest, like uh, committing a day of rest. Yeah. Okay, so is that something that you did? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. So now I'd just like to explore this for somebody that has never done that before yeah. because I know that there's you know potentially the person watching right now is somebody that's like I've never done that before. Uh, how, how do you do that? And then and then like in terms of when that's done, you know, like when do you do it out of just, you know, you know, how, and then and then how do you make it mm-hmm. special? How mm-hmm. do you make it healing for the body? How do you make mm. it something that is just um, Something that's easy, or mm. when I say easy, I mean something that you, you can do. It's not some yeah. kind of weird ritual, like right, just something right. normal lifestyle yeah. thing and just super fun and family yeah. orientated or however you do yeah. it. So what do you do? So so, yeah, tell me Okay,
0: that. so I, what I think is very interesting is you look at the different cultures. It's a seven-day work week. Or I should say a seven-day week. Things revolve around seven. And I go, I rest on the seventh day. Um, in the Bible, in the New Testament and the Old Testament, it's called Sabbath which means to rest. In fact, the word means to rest and it's the seventh day. And so what we do is we do something really special. We'll go for a nice nature walk. I take my children and we go and get some fresh air. Uh, Other things that we've done, we have taken, um, you know, time and walk going to the beach and had camping and spent the night, um, Friday and the next day, just go camping on the beach and search for you know, fun treasures, my kids, you know, we both say, let's find how many heart-shaped rocks can we find today and things like that. So it just kind of brings us back where we're decompressing from the world where it's so busy and everything, so chaotic and to just have a time where we do it every week and it's so special to us that, oh yeah, I get to rest. I'm so happy, you know. I remember, you know, I always want to go back to kindergarten where, you know, everybody held hands, everybody, you know, we said, yes, please. And no, thank you. And we took naps, you know, when we were little. And as we get older, it's like, wouldn't we love to just go back to taking naps? Well, God said, yeah, I want you all to rest this day. And let's get together as a family and fellowship, have a nice meal together. Um, Don't worry about doing dishes even, you know, just leave it, spend time with each other. And so that's my day. I don't do dishes. Hmm. and I make a really special meal the day before, and um, and I d- always try to make something special that day, because it is, it's almost like a renewing of our relationship every week.
1: That's awesome, I love yeah. it. Maybe you could give me some advice or help on this. Let's say for the entrepreneur, business person, okay, yeah. so I'm, I'll speak openly. So like for me, like, so let's say if I'm uh, working like Monday or Sunday to Friday, then Friday, you know, like, Every day, like I'm working business, I'm working normal hours, and mm-hmm. not working till midnight or whatever, I'm like rarely, right? And so then I come into the Friday night because, mm-hmm. like, you know, let's say I do it like in terms of this, uh, this 24 yeah. hours from when the sun goes down. Yeah. Let's say I do it that way. But then how do I not um, have my mind racing and yeah. thinking about everything that I was doing beforehand? Right. Maybe for the woman that's doing a lot of chores, yeah. um, she still feels like oh, she's thinking about yeah. all that. For yeah. the woman that's a businesswoman and she's got, you know, or the man that's working a, in a career. Yeah. So how do we stop our minds from yeah. racing like that?
0: It definitely is a work. I'm not going to say it happens overnight and it takes time. Uh, but one of the things I do is I just turn my cell phone on silent so that I'm not constantly thinking, oh, I have to check that text or... Or whatever. I mean it's available for me that night if I need to see if something's there. Um, I'll turn off the TV. I'll put on some beautiful music. Um, maybe you know just turn off the, the things the computer shut it down because we're so busy that even when we're not busy we're thinking about being busy. What's the next thing? An email, checking this. So um, I would just say that it doesn't happen overnight. You're going to still kind of wonder what's happening but it's a time to just start practicing, practicing being quiet. And the Bible says, uh, be still and know that I am God. Mm. And know, know that I am God, just be still. And it talks about when he came to Moses, he didn't come to him in the whirlwind. He didn't come to him you know, when it was like uh, super busy. He came in the still, the still small voice. Mm. So that's where I think we really hear God is when we just be still Mm. and know that he's gone. And so that's a time where, um, you know, shutting out the world and all the problems that we might have, we get that one little time in space, where we don't have to really worry. And God says, you don't have to worry.
1: Mm. Right? Wow. So. You don't have to worry. That's, you know, it's just like, as you just spoke about that, I just. Craved it, like I wish that I was. I wish that it was just coming right now. I
0: know, (laughs) yeah, and so,
1: and that's, I guess, that's what it means to look forward to, Mm, right?
0: Definitely, Um, I know, which
1: is wonderful. And I think we have it in microcosms, like when we get up in the morning, there should be a sacred hour, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Definitely, because
1: if we go straight to our phones, my day is like ruined when I pick up my phone, yeah, I'm just like. I'm just like stressed, I'm yeah, like yeah. for no reason. Just fight or flight. Just mm-hmm. by default, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm just like no, 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 no. And just like yeah. yes, you yeah. and, and 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 um, and exercise yes. and like which is which is me and God time. And yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah.
1: and not talking about issues with my wife and trying yeah. to work things out because you yeah. just want to have that sacred time. And so I see, yeah, those those principles show up and they're amazing. Now I want to come over mm-hmm. to you with. Okay, so you're 45, mm-hmm. so pride aside, in all humility, I mean, you you look uh, like a lot younger than what you oh, are. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, praise God Thank for that. You. And it's a witness, yeah. right? It's a witness because a lot of people, like, they want to believe that it has the power and, and it's worth it. And, and a lot of uh, men and women will make health choices based on aesthetic reasons. Mm-hmm. And so... It's good to just let people know of these realities. I mean, and you don't have to answer this. We can totally just take some of this off camera, but like do you you go and regularly get like Botox or anything Mm. like that in order to to keep young? Well,
0: you know, it's funny um, that when I started eating more fruits and vegetables, it's like that was like a natural fountain of youth. Mm -hmm. I started looking better and younger. In fact, I, I remember looking when I was 24 and I was so bloated And my face was so swollen and I just, I had like this gray ash to my skin. And I had really low vitamin D. And once I started walking and just getting sun, you know, they always say, don't use sun because the sun is gonna like completely age your skin. I can tell you
1: get sun. Yeah, I
0: get sun because it is healing my skin. My vitamin D was 22 when I took it and that's really low. Um, And I took it about two months ago and now it's at 78 not supplementing, just walking, and getting that sun that's so precious to us in terms of healing, getting that vitamin D. Um, and so no, I don't do those things. I mean, maybe, I mean, I think natural food is the fountain of youth. When we eat the way we we're intended to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, we look at the book of Sarah. You know, i mean, not the book of Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. In the Old Testament, we look at Abraham's wife Sarah, and she had a baby at 80. You know, her body was functioning enough to um, have a baby and she was beautiful. And so why wouldn't we think that we would still, you know, we're descendants of Abraham. Mm-hmm. And so we should be able to get the, um, what does the Bible say? Heirs of the promise. We're heirs of the, receive the promise mm. from Abraham. So, um, know, let food be your medicine, let food be your Botox. Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> but we live food in a society, sun. yeah, yes, and son. <laughs> I've yeah. never
1: heard somebody say that they use the sun to make them look younger.
0: Yeah. Isn't really? Wild? You, you're,
1: not, you're not kidding me? I'm not me.
0: joking. I go out in the sun every day. And and you,
1: you're not like setting the time watch five minutes only?
0: I just walk a lot. Yeah. And I just, I don't worry too much about getting, you know, everyone everyone's like, oh, it's going to age you. And I think right? vitamin D is not, it's anti aging. Yeah. So,
1: and so some one of the things that I've thought about, I'm yet to research some more. I'm looking at the systematic nature of it because if you do everything else wrong, like if you're having very poor nutrition, you're exposing yourself to a lot of sun, it makes me yeah. wonder whether that's what right. causes the problem. Yes, and and so I would bet on it personally. I, I agree, yeah.
0: And then lathering, yeah, and lathering that sunscreen on is not helpful, it's mostly petroleum based product. Mm-hmm. So, you're like trying to get sunshine through that petroleum based product, and we know that our skin is like the largest organ and we know it absorbs things so you're putting those toxins on your skin we shouldn't blame the sun for that and I'm not saying too much of a good thing you know we don't want to go burn ourselves and be constantly um, drinking gallons and gallons of water you could die from doing too much of that Mm -hmm. right so we talk about temperance Mm -hmm. you know be mindful of Not too much of good things and and avoid the bad
1: things. Wow, that's interesting. That seems to take discernment sometimes because nobody can tell you exactly how much sun you should have. Your body's (laughs) a little bit unique and so is mine and so is somebody else's. So like expert consultation, knowledge and information is provided to you and prayer, God, which one's for me?
0: Amen, absolutely,
1: definitely. yeah, because some, some somebody maybe should should limit their exposure a little more than somebody else based definitely. on needing to clear up another issue. But typically, right, once right. we get good and on the right path, yeah. then we can be a little less restrictive. Right. With uh, with good things. Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously, just like just be like open and honest with me if you can. Like in yeah. terms of when people learn your age, what what kind of reaction do you get? Just honestly. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah. So people say I look at, like I'm in my twenties. I've had men who are in their late twenties ask me on a date. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not married. My husband was—I'm a widow. Mm -hmm. My husband was tragically killed, but and I always say, you know, I'm I'm old enough to be your mom. Um, (laughs) So no, thank you. (laughs) Which is embarrassing, but I
1: love that you're sharing this part of the story. I think it's just funny, and 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 that's very—that's a very temperate answer to a twenty-year-old boy, boy, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that, yeah. um, that wouldn't be able to uh, yeah. fulfill. And I
0: don't even want to say like, it, but most people would say, you know, I'm in my thirties. Um, so uh, in fact, one of my good friends, she says, you know, I'm 10 years older than you. And I said, well, what year did you graduate? She says 91. And I said, that's when I graduated. We're the same age, girl. <laughs> and so it, d- it does blow them away, but it gives, I think a testimony to, you know, we can actually go in reverse. If we can reverse heart disease, Right, and we can reverse cancers and diabetes, then why can't we reverse the effects of aging? I mean, theoretically, our bodies want to, to live to be a ripe old age, right? Our bodies will just try to live as long as it can. So if we can reverse the effects of aging by using high phytonutrients and fruits and vegetables grown in season and, and all these vitamins and minerals that we should be getting from our food, not uphill, right? Then theoretically, And I believe it is true that we should actually grow younger, right? We have natural effects of, of of course, things sin in this world, you know, but nothing says that, you know, Moses, when he died, he had his eyesight, he was healthy. Um, And so there's nothing that says we have to go into old age and follow the world. I think it's a lie, you know? Hmm. So when people died, you know, Moses fell asleep. Wow. Isn't that just a beautiful way to just wake up? You know, um, your next thought is we're going to be with our Savior. You know, we just fall asleep. There's no pain, no suffering. Wow. It's just a beautiful thing. Um, anyway, so yeah, I really do believe that food, let food be your medicine, that this lifestyle, which is not hard, you know, drink water, exercise, sunshine, go, um, you know, rest, you know, be temperate, um, have good nutrition. It's not hard. It's just living. Mm-hmm. We just make it hard because we have to. We think the world has a better solution than what God has. You know, fast food or go to work and sit at a desk and not move. And you know, God never intended for us to do that. Hmm. So. Wow,
1: that's yeah. excellent. Thank you. And well said with Moses' life because the idea of 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 dying because we've seen mm-hmm. it so much. We've seen our grandparents lose yeah. their memory. We've seen. We've seen people lose their bodily functions. Yeah. We've seen all these yeah. really sad and horrible things. Yes. We've seen cancer. So we're not used to the thought of somebody falling asleep mm. and not waking up. Right. And then and then it actually being like this beautiful thing for yeah. the family of yes. being ready to see them when, when Christ returns yes. and there's a resurrection. Yeah. And it does say about Moses, you're right, that it says, and Moses died at 120 years yeah. old. His eye was not dimmed, right. nor was his stature abated. Yes.
0: He was strong. Yeah. At 80 years strong old.
1: And yeah, with 80 or 120.
0: Yeah, he got at 120, but at 80 years old, he went to Pharaoh. Wow. You know, and stood up against Pharaoh and led the people out of Israel. Wow. I mean, that's 80. What 80-year-olds 80 do you know now that could actually like have that presence and that stature and be able to go wander? And you know what I realized? When God wants to change somebody, he sends them walking, right? When he wanted to change the children in Israel, he had them walk and wander in the desert. So they got exercise. Mm. changes you. Uh, When Joshua, you know, in the Battle of Jericho, he had them march around the city, march around the city seven times, right? Mm. And when Jesus, you know, our walk, our daily walk in the Bible is referred to, you know, our spiritual walk is also, you know, um, something that can be tied to our physical walking. You know, our spiritual walk is a daily walk. Mm. And I believe we should have a daily walk physically as well. And Jesus walked everywhere. You know, the all he said, "Come and follow me. We're gonna go walking, basically, and we're gonna reach the people." Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he did is he said, "I believe that that Jesus he he fed the people, good food. He healed them, and he taught them about the kingdom." And I think that's what that's our commission, right? Mm-hmm. We need to, to uh, feed the people, good food, good choices, good principles, and and we can heal them. He says, "You can heal them." You'll do greater things than I did mm-hmm. if you believe and Mark tells us that you know, we'll, we'll, we'll um, do these kinds of things And then we'll teach people about the kingdom of God mm. Because they'll be in a place where I believe you and I want to know your God. I want to know who he is and mm. So hopefully we can all be that, you know, we, that should be our, our striving our, our goal is to be like a person that someone will want to know who's your God and Tell me a little bit about him and I see you're healthy. What did you do? We should be examples to do that for yeah. His glory, you know?
1: Wow, what, so. is, what does that mean to you? To be God, an example? Yeah,
0: for, for, for me, it's an honor, it's humbling. And I know that in my job, I teach people how to cook and how to eat right. So for me, I wanna be that example to them to say, yeah, you know, she can do it, I wanna do it. I, not for my glory, but just to be a good representative for God. Hmm give him the glory I want to be um, I want to be a good representative for him and so that he can count on me you know
1: wow and and so for, yeah you 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 do believe that uh, like living God's purpose for your life is 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 where you'll find your happiness yeah,
0: yeah? I think you'll always seek happiness great, I really believe this ties back together with depression. Mm. When you're not really doing, I believe, what you believe to be doing, you need to do what God has placed on your heart to do, Mm. and you're not doing that, Mm. I think a natural consequence of that is you're gonna feel bad. Because you're naturally gonna wanna do what God wants you to do so you can be your best. He says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And if we're not living those desires that He's given us, I think naturally there's gonna be this desire to want that. And if we can't do that, we'll feel bad. And so um, to answer your question, I do believe that um, God wants us to be happy and healthy and to naturally want to serve Him. Mm. There's always this hole in us that says, where did I come from? Are you really real, God? Can I count on you? Is there hope? Do you really even hear me? And all of those answers are yes, but He wants us to seek and you will find, Mm. right? He never turned anyone away. Um, Jesus never turned anyone away. Mm-hmm. Even the person that, you know, who touched me, touched his hem, you know, and she was unclean. And he was a rabbi. He was a, a Cohen priest and she touched him, would make him unclean. And he knew who touched me because he felt power come out of him. And it was this woman who had the issue of blood. She was unclean for 12 years, the woman. And, you know, she a step reached out in faith to touch him to get to Him so that she could be healed. Mm. And He knew and she was, you know, because she she was in trouble. She was unclean. She should not be touching the hem of, of a, a priest, but she did it in faith and she was healed. He mm. never turned anyone away. Mm. And I believe if we seek Him with all our heart, we fall on our face before Him and we say, God, please show me truth. Show me what to do. I don't think He turns anyone away. Mm. He'll always show us something that is spiritual for us.
1: Wow. And you did that didn't you? Yeah. Really? I
0: did. I was really sick. I fell flat on my face before him and I cried and I said please God if you're a God of of healing would you heal me? Would you show me how to be well so that I can um, serve you the best way I can? I want to be somebody that people want to know who you are you know and uh, would you show me how to do that? And he did. He was faithful. He showed me how to eat right and I went vegan completely overnight. And, um, and once I started seeing those changes, I was on fire. I knew that this was true and no one could tell me. You know, Back in those days, I was 2001, people who were vegan were kind of like crunchy, granola, kind of hippie, weird. My whole family thought this way of me, which is fine. Um, but now they see, they see the fruits of that and they're wanting to know who's your God could you tell me more about nutrition, you know, could you tell me more what you did, because they're, they're suffering the same things this world is, you can't, you can't get away from the laws of health, you can try, and for a while you might be able to, to, you know, deflect them, but eventually you have to come face to face with the law of health, you know, and you might have to make changes to be able to follow those laws, so.
1: Wow, I just think of this experience, this journey, and you yeah falling down on your face either physically or metaphorically but you're connecting uh, and getting that that place of emptiness because I'm sure you weren't always as dependent on God no and um, and I don't know if you ever struggled with self reliance self dependence mm-hmm. and feeling like you could do it and make mm-hmm. it on your own right and. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, did you did you feel that that changed that to happen where you went from being independent yeah. of God? Like when I say independent, I mean, like, uh, I don't need you, God. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know if you can remember or if that was mm-hmm. an experience for you mm. to like, God, I, I'm fully dependent on mm. you. I need you for everything. Like, yeah. I, Help me. Wow. Did you have that experience in, in Def, any
0: way? Definitely. When I was in the military, you know, a woman in the military, you have this bread in you. You need to be strong and tough and independent, you mm. know. And in our day and age, it's like women have this this false idea that they have to be strong, independent women. And it makes them mighty. You know, this attitude, almost like a Jezebel spirit, mm. you know. And, and God says, the first shall be last, right? It's this concept of... Um, you know, uh, you know, when you're weak, you're strong. It's this just different mindset. The Hebrew mindset of all that is that when I'm on my knees, I, um, I'm strong. The, the strongest point of my life is when I was on my knees, right? And in the world, they would say that it's weak. You know, you need to be, get tough, girl, and do this. But it's like, no, it's when I fall on my face before God and he lifts me up not me lifting me up because when I lift myself up, I fall. But when he lifts me up, it's his arms that hold me, right? And I'm strong, even though I may not feel it mentally, but God gives us the strength and that's the place he wants us where we're most vulnerable is when we can be the strongest in him, you know, because it's not our will, it's his will. And, um, that's how I see strength. It's so con it's different. The weak shall be strong, right? The first shall be last. Um, um, And His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And I'm thankful for that because my thoughts are like (laughs) pride and ego and the things that want to come up in me are, God says, I hate those things. I hate them. Um, So it's being humble. Humble thyself, right? And He will lift you up. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. Hmm. Um, So, that concept is just backwards to us in society. And as a woman, you know, we need to be submissive to our Maker. As children of God, we need to say, "You are God. You created me. I know nothing, God. Just help me to be the best servant for you. Let me serve you." You know. So, but it takes it's work. It's not easy.
1: Yeah. Wow. I love that. Um, it's inspirational. And um, and it's liberating, because I think the person watching right now mm-hmm. may be so accustomed to feeling like so much rests on them, mm. and that if it's going to be, it's up to me. And that is definitely true in many contexts, but when it comes to like our lives and the course of our life and even our health, like we are children. Mm. Of of God and we are chi- we are children to the King so we are heirs to to God and and we're, so, we're not used to thinking like that mm. and and all the emotions that come about because of our absence of thinking and feeling that way the abandonment that we feel mm. the fear mm. the uncertainty the condemnation the worthlessness mm-hmm. the jealousy mm. these things they're um then they're not part of our inheritance. They were not, they're not a part of being a child of God. And, um, and it's just, and it's so count, uh, it's, it's so different to the way we've been taught to think. But, but watching this interview, I think for somebody, for the person watching, be very liberating, very, mm-hmm. just a joyful experience of just like, and and, and, and for the person watching, I, I, I'll, um, I just, I want you to know that if you're feeling that feeling of freedom, of joy, and then, then allow that to sink in and, and enjoy it, appreciate it. That's what's called being in the presence of God. Mm. And, and this is his truth. This is God's truth. And, and it's a free gift and you have it now. It's your gift. You're loved. You're precious. You're adored by God and, and, and. And just, just be, just allow that to, to sink in and enjoy that. And God is taking care of you. He's taking care of you all your life and He will continue to take care of you. And every prayer that you pray will be answered in this life and in the next and the, the life to come. And so I just wanna um, encourage you, be blessed, and thank you for, for taking time to want to learn the truth and want to know more about God. And um, hey, God will, God's here. And, and you are totally looked after and cared for. I just wanted to speak Thank that you. message. Yeah. yeah, praise God. Is it possible yeah. to get rid of like the forehead wrinkles and the crow's feet and, um, and things mm. like that? Because women that have it, like they typically, they, they feel like the only option is Botox and Dysport and these types of things. but. Uh-huh. But like, do you do you think that by eating healthy, your skin can restore elasticity and and whatever it needs to be? Yeah,
0: collagen sp- and things like that. Yeah, definitely. And
1: sunlight and things like that. What do you yeah.
0: think? what's you know, been your
1: experience? Because did you did you ever have more lines than what you have?
0: Uh, it's possible. I probably have more than I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, because yeah. you get older. Yeah, but like, yeah. You get older, um, and I think, um, you know, some sometimes you know we're gonna we're gonna have maybe some outward manifestations of just growing older. Yeah. Um, but I just believe that I've seen it happen. I've seen people who had brown eyes. This is going to sound crazy. I know a girl, Christina, she had brown eyes. She started doing more plant-based food, raw food. Not that people should do raw, but her eyes change color. Hmm. She has a before and after and her eyes change. So I think the skin, it most definitely can change. Why can't it? you get your body to a place where it's thriving and you're eating right and you're exercising, you're doing, you're drinking water. We know if you don't drink water, your skin's gonna get saggy. But if you drink and plump up with a lot of water, the skin will plump up too. Yeah, so we can recreate, we can, I mean, is anything too hard for God? No, it's not in vegetables. I mean, if you look at a lot, Christy Brinkley, she's been a vegetarian almost her whole life. She's 55-year-old, supermodel for those of you who don't know her, she's an American supermodel, and she attributes a lot of the way she looks, and I don't know if she had any work done, but she looks incredible, she attributes it to the vegan diet or vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. Carol Alt is another one, you know, she's raw vegan, and she looks, yeah, she looks incredible. Yeah, Yeah, so okay, Um, so do I think, yes. Have I looked better when I'm like completely refreshed, yes, you know? I just, when I sleep, sleep is the fountain of youth too. If I don't sleep, I look really tired and that can affect your skin. But you go to bed and you get into this habit of sleeping, you're gonna get younger. Yeah. Your skin's gonna get younger, absolutely. Wow.
1: And uh, t- tell me whether this is correct. Uh-huh. If you, for two weeks, stop drinking much water, so you're just drinking yeah. a cup or two a day, like every, yeah. like the most of the American public, yeah. if you, started getting five hours sleep a night, going to bed at 1 a.m. or midnight mm-hmm. plus, um, if you started eating like, like a lot of meat, mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. three times a day or something like yeah. that, if you did those things and shielded yourself from the sun so you're no longer getting that kind of boost yeah. to the mitochondria or whatever, yeah. um, what do you think your skin would look like in two weeks?
0: Uh, it would definitely be more ashy It'd dry yeah. out Yeah, you'd have um, the elasticity wouldn't be as you know plump. Yeah, the collagen would probably be less Um, I know when I was in college and I'd be pulling all-nighters I would drink jolt, which is caffeine just to be able to study my skin looks so rough the next day and I'd have bags under my eyes Um, From lack of sleep and lack of really drinking properly and sleeping and eating right yeah, Uh, but then you give yourself a recharge and you feel great, your skin. Is. One thing I noticed on this diet is my eyes are brighter. Mm-hmm. You know, the whites in my eyes are brighter. And I remember when I used to eat meat all the time and I used to drink dairy, I'd have a lot of blood vessels in my eyes that were just kind of in there. Mm-hmm. And you can, so if you can change your eyes, you can change your skin, you mm-hmm. can change internally. I know people who've um, reversed diabetes in three days. So if you can do it on the inside, you absolutely can do it on the outside. It just takes time. Yeah. It takes consistency and getting your body to trust you again. Yeah. You know, our body will protect itself if it realizes we're putting it under stress. How is it going to respond? O- or more cortisol? We need to release more. Uh, hold on to that fat because she's going into starvation mode or something, right? The body will rebel or try to protect you in a way. But if you just are consistent with this this journey, do it every day, and just make it your goal don't care about what the scale says, just make it your goal to be healthy yeah. every day. Don't starve yourself and your body will respond and will treat you the way you're treating it. So. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, and then you would, um, yeah, and then let's say after two, let's say three or four weeks, yeah. at that point, and then you know, you're know you interacting socially, do you think that you would get many as many people saying that you look, Younger, I oh, mean no. obviously you would still look younger than average because it's only been four weeks, and so you would right, still look right, better right. than the majority of right. people, but do you like I know you're the one that knows your body best. I mean, after that period of time and doing all the wrong things consistently on a daily basis, do you think that do you think that you would have multiple people come up to you a day, which i'm which I'm sure you've had happen at some point yeah. where it, more than once in a day yeah. you know, yeah. not that you go saying your age all the time, but right. but people will ask and people that know yeah. they, like it would probably more happen when they're pulling up your license and yeah. and just checking up and right. they're like what you're yeah, 45 yeah right so um, but do you do you think that you'd have as many people commenting
0: yeah that's a great question I do attribute so much of um, how I feel you know comes out through my personality um, and the joy I know if I were eating those foods I would feel real bad and then I wouldn't have this kind of vitality like wanting to feel happy yeah. I would probably feel sad and um, I don't think I would, you know, I, in fact, I know I wouldn't. Um, I, w- I used to eat meat all the time and mm-hmm. my skin looked, it looked gray mm-hmm. from the toxins build up. So, I know for a fact, I looked way older when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I have pictures and I look bloated and chubby and, you know, gray skin. There was no luster to it.
1: There you um, go. Yeah so, yeah, so... you're not like some genetic freak, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Praise you know God. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you're, not, yeah you're not a genetic, genetic prodigy that, yeah. that would just, you could do anything to you, you still right. look beautiful. Because no. that's what, exactly you. what people are thinking. Mm. They're thinking, well, yeah, easy for you. God mm. blessed you with something mm. that we don't have. Mm. Not true. Thank you. Not yeah. true, right? Exactly. Because you were in your 20s and you didn't look like you look no. now. And, and then if, if that, I'm sure that's true. You don't lie. So look, no. yeah, so it's possible. Turn it around, it's you, right? It's there's nothing wrong with you and you can turn it around and you're good, right? And we can all look younger and feel healthier. Amen. And Amen. and and I yeah, I wanna look and feel young and keep in that way. I'm thirty one. Look,
0: look great. Thank you. you. And
1: and I wanna I wanna I wanna age gracefully. I don't Amen. wanna you know, I wanna be an right. example yes. to my children and grandchildren. Definitely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it's about. Right? And giving God the glory. Amen. if we follow his plan and his health that these are the benefits yeah. these are the things that we will reap as a result you know good health vitality um, um, longevity
1: yeah you
0: know all these things that we weren't designed to grow old yeah you know eat from the garden and live forever that's what it was um, but Satan wants to tempt us with the food that will kill us and he's still doing that today mm. right and we can be driving down the road and there it is you know, Arby's or or the smell of McDonald's, which are fast food restaurants here in America, and they are completely temptations for people. I mean, I used to eat that stuff too, and I smell, and I remember what it tastes like. Mm. And that's what Satan wants to do. He wants to say, you know, here, here, God's food is blueberries, but Satan says, here's some Skittles. They kind of look like blueberries, right? And they have the color, the rainbow, um, and they taste good, and they will be good for you, right? But God says, no, eat the blueberries, eat the strawberries, I've given you, God's candy, this is it, eat it. Mm. And it's so good. Mm. Um, But Satan will try to like trip us up.
1: Thank you for listening. It's my sincere hope that you found this episode helpful. Find more information on topics that address autoimmune disease, neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and dementia, anxiety, depression, and much more on the websites listed in the description below so that we can all educate and raise people's awareness of the resources we need to heal, maintain wellness, and thrive. Until next time, be well, my friends, and share the health.